Tackling your business's finance to-dos can be daunting enough without being slowed down by QuickBooks. More like slow books. NetSuite by Oracle is the number one financial system, no matter how big your business grows. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, e-commerce, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow. All in one place. Special financing is back. NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program only for those ready to switch today. Head to NetSuite.com slash C-Suite right now. That's NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. This is the Profitology Podcast, episode number six with Carrie Murphy, host of Inspired Living TV and producer of The Brilliant Event. Welcome to the Profitology Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly O'Neill. Profitpreneurs are rewriting the rules for entrepreneurial business success in how they operate and scale their businesses, make more money, and design their businesses to give them more unplugged time in the process. Each week, join me for insightful and candid interviews with the most brilliant business minds, celebrity influencers, and fellow profitpreneurs who are disrupting the status quo and are going to leave you inspired to rewrite the rules in your own business. Let's get started. Welcome back to another great episode of the Profitology Podcast. For those of you who have been leaving reviews for us and connecting with me on social, I just want to thank you so much. Again, this podcast has been in the works for a really long time, and it's really been a labor of love for me and a creative project that I've really been able to sink my teeth into. If you have not yet, make sure that you connect with us on our online Facebook group, The Profitpreneur Circle. You can reach us there at ProfitpreneurCircle.com. Now, for today's guest, I'm so excited to bring you this brilliant and lovely and hysterical woman that I have known for a long time, Miss Carrie Murphy. Carrie got her beginnings in working with broadcast media, and now she has turned her life's work into empowering entrepreneurs and leaders from around the world to share their messages on camera, whether it be in the media, on videos on your own page, or even utilizing Facebook Lives. Carrie's going to be sharing with us some of her best tips for you to feel confident in front of the camera and make sure that your message gets heard. You're going to enjoy this interview with Miss Carrie Murphy. All right. Welcome to the Profitology Podcast, Miss Carrie Murphy. Thank you, Miss Kelly. Super excited to be here. Love you. Love your tribe. Thank you so much. I'm so thrilled to have you here. As I had mentioned, Carrie and I met in a, well, we've known each other. I mean, how long have we known each other? A long time. A long time. Like we've crossed circles, you know, intersected for a long time. We're like sisters from another mister. So we just really are. Just Every time you talk, I'm like, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. I love it. I love it. You know, I'm so thrilled to have you on today because for a lot of entrepreneurs, whether they are traditional small businesses, lawyers, accountants, architects, or whether they actually are in the consulting thought leader, you know, that type of space, utilizing video is more important than ever in our small businesses. So why is that? Why do you think video now is more important than ever? I think first of all, Kelly, we are inundated with content. You know, I always say growing up, I had to audition to be on camera. And now everyone, Tom, Dick and Harry, right, can shoot a video and post it. So there's content overload. However, right, because we are so ADD, 
video is viral. Video evokes emotion. It's so different than other platforms. And so, you know, 67% of people will buy a product or service after watching a video. Eight out of 10 views online are video. There's over 4 billion views every minute on YouTube. Like it's amazing how much content is out there. And I think oftentimes, Kelly, people feel like, well, if everyone else is doing it, why do I need to? And it's more important than ever because it's how people are positioning you. It's how they're hearing you. And really, it's another channel for you to broadcast your message, just like you are with this podcast, right? So some people like to listen. Some people like to see, right? And video, I say, is multi-sensory. You know, you, you get to feel something. You get to see something. You can see instantly if someone is authentic or if they're full of crap, right? So it's this way to connect with someone so quickly. But you can also very quickly repel people. <laughs> so, so it's a tricky medium. Well, and as you should, I mean, I, you know, one of the things I teach our clients is you are equally as much trying to repel the people that are not right for you as you are to attract your ideal clients. And one of the things I love about you and in, in the methodology that you teach is you are all about showing up authentically on camera for who you are just in a really, really, really polished way. And, you know, it's interesting. I was reading your bio. I mentioned a little bit in the preview, but just for everyone here, tell me a little bit about how you got started and why you're so passionate about this medium for all of your entrepreneurs and leaders that you work with. Okay. I'm going to try to keep this short so we don't have hours here, but you know, I pretty much grew up wanting to be on camera. I grew up with an incredible, gorgeous grandmother who was a singer and an actress and a model. And my uncle's a musician. And we just have this entertainment bug in my family. I'm like, half my family's on camera, half my family does hair. The other half, I'm not sure what they do. But <laughs> so I knew early on that I had an affinity, right, to to use this crazy thing called the camera. And so my mom put me into this little modeling and acting school when I was the most awkward age possible. I was 11. And yet I fell in love with it. It gave me a new sense of confidence. And yet I have to say this, that I'll never forget the first time I saw myself on camera, whether I was 11 or I was in acting classes in my 20s. And I would literally like, it was like I was watching a scary movie. I'm like, oh my God, I sound like that. I look like that. So for all of you that experienced that, like I that 11 year old still lives in me. But from that point, I started doing commercial work. I started doing film work. I started my first business at 22 and was always using video. I was the local expert in interior design when I had my interior design business. I was doing commercials. I was doing independent film. And then when I bought that talent agency that I went through as a little girl in my 20s, I was a spokesperson for a golf tea time website. I was working for the golf channel. So the whole time I owned a business, I was using video. I was the fashion correspondent for the local news channel. I was leading fashion segments. So when I started over in my 30s and I looked at what is my genius, you know, I will never forget the day, Kelly. This is before I even knew what the coaching world was about. I was watching one of the gurus that we know so well on camera. They were doing, you know, a sponsored post or a launch. And I will never forget. I thought, oh my Lord, oh my Lord, that is not authentic. Like that actually is killing me to watch right now. Mm -hmm. And I had this light bulb moment that, okay, I've been an entrepreneur my whole life and I've been on camera my whole life. What if I taught passionate, heart-centered, social conscious entrepreneurs how to share their message in a way that is polished, right? Because if you're not polished, you're not going to be positioned, but it's so authentic and real and in alignment with how you really want to make the impact that only you can make. It was like this ding, 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 ding. And then everything changed from there because before that I was like business 
chaos. Like I was doing too many things for too many people. And I talk a lot about niching down and the importance of that. But that's where it all came from. And I'm telling you, it is so amazing to have someone come into our space who has this great product, this great service, brick and mortar shop. And they learn how to leverage video because every brand is a personality brand. I don't care if it's Nike, Home Goods, you know, or the solopreneur who's trying to find people online. If you're not making people feel something, then no one is choosing you. So how are you doing that? And that's what I really teach people is what are you making them feel? You know, it's so interesting too, because you and I both have, you know, background in branding. And one of the things I say to people, because it is so important that we're utilizing video as long as you're using it wisely. Because I tell people, I tell my clients this all the time, whatever you're doing out in the marketplace, you're either building your brand or you're breaking it. And Amen. Correct. That's it. There's no two choices. You're not just standing still. You're either building your brand or you're breaking it. And I see a lot of people jump on video. And my biggest pet peeve, which I'm sure is a little bit different than your biggest pet peeve, is when they're so unclear in their message. Oh, it just drives me nuts. It's like someone told them that they need to run out and do video. They don't actually understand quite yet what their business does. They don't understand yet the messages they're trying to share. And they just start yapping. Yapping. It's just noise. So there's two pieces of this that are, and probably more, and I'm sure you'll share. There's two pieces (laughs) of this that are so, so, so critical, which is number one, what is it that you have that is worth saying that's going to move your business forward? And then number two is how are you saying it in a way that people can hear you and see you and feel you to then create the impact on video? Because if you're stuttering everywhere, if you know you don't have lighting, you know I'm sure there's a gazillion different things that can go on, but you'll lose your audience. What what do you, what do you tell your clients? Yeah, you actually have you have three to eight seconds. That's it, three to eight seconds to capture and keep someone's attention, and even then. You have three minutes after that, and then the window gets shorter and shorter, you know? And so I say all the time, Kelly, people are just throwing up on camera. They have no idea what they're doing. They don't know what they're saying. They make it all about them, right? They rant on camera. That is one of the biggest mistakes is people have no idea who they're talking to and why why you're talking to them. And I think that it's so amazing, right? That we can get on a Facebook live, that we can do an Instagram story and literally reach thousands of people, you know, if not more. And so you're absolutely right. If you're not building your brand, you're breaking it. And I'm like, thank you for saying that. And so I teach a format. It's very simple, but you always want to start with why. Like, why am I taking my time to watch this video, right? And when you're talking about you, which is important because that creates connection, what about you am I seeing myself in? So I'm always redirecting my story to the person that's watching that one person. And that is the other million dollar piece of advice here is that please do not press record and think you're talking to everyone. It's the quickest way to lose people. Because if I don't know in three to eight seconds that you're talking to me, right? I'm going somewhere else. I don't have time. I'm out of here. So you've got to get me in the very beginning and start with me, right? So in this video, I'm going to share with you, you know, how to overcome your fears of being seen on camera. You know, I know that you know you need to be on it, you know, and it's an important thing, but I'm going to teach you my three top tips that are going to help you really get over that fear and make the difference and the impact that you want to make. Okay, so let me tell you a little bit about me and then I'm going to go into my tips. So you're saying why and then why you? So people listen. I am now officially taking notes. Go ahead. She does this every day, all day long, not only for herself, but for her clients. Okay, so why, then why you? Okay, 
So again, this is like the, the, the magic. And then it's like what you're going to cover in your, like say Facebook live, you're going to go into content, right? Now we have our visionaries. We have our imaginative learners. We have our, what if our dynamic learners. So at any moment, you also want to think about where can I edify? Where can I position my stand right with other things in the world? What I mean by that is where can you bring in statistics? Where can you bring in, you know, what so-and-so said? Because people are always searching for proof, right? Some sort of proof. Now you don't need this in every single video, but you'll notice at the very top of this podcast, I said people are 67% more likely to buy a product or service after watching a video. I didn't pull that statistic out of my my booty, right? It's like, (laughs) yeah, it's it's actually from Inc. Magazine, right? And so you want to think about sources that you can, you know, relate to and bring into. I teach there's five different types of videos. We could talk so much about video because there are different types of videos that we use to really create content and connection. And it's not always the sales video. You can't be selling to people, right? You have to be nurturing and connecting with people. And then you're going to have promotional videos. So the why, what, how, what if changes based upon what type of video you're using. For most of us, we're using content videos. We're sharing something that's going to invoke an emotion that's going to get them to call, post, share, click, whatever, right? you know, your goal is not to sell people. Your goal is to overflow in service. So they literally cannot wait to work with you, you know, and that's the key that people just don't get. They think that they only have to use videos when they're trying to sell something. And, you know, quite frankly, it feels icky. So I I want to cover something that you just covered and glossed by that is a million dollar tip in itself. There's a name for it. It's called the format formula. Um, yes, it is. It's what I teach. Yeah. It's super, super important, not just for this, but this is actually how we teach, you know, in our business, I, I teach my clients, obviously you do too. We use this in um, creating PowerPoint presentations, webinars, Everything. any of our digital content, anything that we're teaching. And the format formula, as she just said, is why, why are we talking about this? What? Why, what? What and what are the people that love statistics? They like numbers. They want to know exactly. They want the down and dirty. They want to know what's going on. How? How? There are how people. People are like how? 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 I'm a why person. Tell me how to do it. Yep. yep. And I'm a I'm a why person. If you don't cover why with why are we talking about something first? Are you a why person too? Strategists usually are. Strategists, profitpreneurs usually are. If you don't I'm cover an why, I'm, like, I'm also why a what if. What, yeah, what yeah, am I? I'm a dynamic learner. Yeah. Yep. And then what if is like, they need to be able to interact with you. They need to be able to ask questions. They need to leave comments. They're also the people you and I are both like this too. Cause I've, we've both been in the same conference rooms and every time they're like, does someone have a question in their comment? And Carrie and I are both like hands up because <laughs> we always have something to say. Um, <laughs> that is super, super important though in everything. And obviously in video as well. So I love that. Yeah, I love it really that. is the core of my signature It Factor training. Like when you come work with me for two days, like I we really that. dive into that. I know, I can't wait. It's one thing to know the format. It's another thing to say it in a way that feels authentic. I mean, we've all heard people use it. It's not new, but it's the, would you like to have a, a million dollar business? Are you tired of feeling broke? Would you like new results? I mean, you're just like, Whoa. it's so gross, you know? And so how do you use it in a way that has your 
stamp your unique way of delivering. And that's what the it factor is. You know, growing up in entertainment myself, I would always hear this term. And now we have shows like the X factor, right? And then when I owned the agency, I would see people come in that just had this amazing quality. And now I teach that because Kelly, most of us are taught, don't be too bright. Don't, don't do anything out of the box, right? Just follow so-and-so and you'll be successful. And that is going to be what actually kills your business and your brand. It's trying to be like anything that you're not. And, you know, most people, they don't even know what that is. They have no idea truly who they really are and how they want to show up. So I love that you do the branding because that's such a huge piece. And then once you get that, it's how are you showing up in alignment with that brand, with that vision, with that product? My question for you is, do you think everyone should be doing video? No. (laughs) This is why I love you. (laughs) I agree with you. No, I do not think everyone should be doing video. However, I do think that if you have a calling to be uh, a thought leader, an influencer, someone who's going to create a movement, you know, you have to be willing to get out there and be able to articulate your message in a way that people are going to listen. This is such a sidebar and I can't believe I'm bringing this up because I know it's going to cause all sorts of craziness. But you look at our leadership right now, right? You look at the difference between how Barack showed up and how he did his messaging and how he got up and used the microphone and how Trump gets up and uses the microphone. Could not be more different in their delivery, both very authentic to the men that they are, but look at the difference in communication. Look at the difference, the polarization that we have in our country right now based upon how someone is showing up, right? And so this is not about right or wrong. This is not about your political view. It's about how you articulate what it is that you're so passionate about. Are you bringing people together? Are you polarizing people? And by the way, it is not your job to make everyone like you. In fact, like you said, it is your job to repel people. However, you have to know who your tribe is before you get on the microphone, before you press record, or else you're just going to come up as as a bobbling head. And that's not what we want either. So no, I don't feel like everyone should be on camera. However, if you have a heart to serve, if you really want to create change in the world, you're going to have to use it. And back to Carrie's point, when you're using it, you're going to have to use it correctly. Not only in making sure that you have things to say, but that you're saying them to the right person. And then let's get into the fine tuning of some of the biggest mistakes people make when they're on camera, the things that are actually ruining their credibility and they don't know it. Well, I think we've talked a lot about those things. You know, the first of all is they have no idea who they're talking to, right? They make it about them. I think that's one of the biggest mistakes I see is that the videos become a platform for rants and opinions. And I'm not saying not to have an opinion. Actually, Kelly, the reason why I love you so much is because you have such strong opinions. And, you know, you're going to attract amazing people and repel the right people, you know? So this isn't about being, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Soft, fluffy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just not having an opinion, right? Sometimes Mm -hmm. my brain in my mouth, I don't want to connect. Or trying to be a pleaser. That's not it. But I think that you really have to understand that when you press record, there are only two eyes watching you at a time. And not to just think about the demographic, but think about the psychographic. And really, before you start talking, think about what emotion you want to evoke in that video. Are you, are you trying to get people angry? Are you trying to get them excited? Are you trying to ignite curiosity, which is really juicy? When you get people curious, 
they will go down the rabbit hole until they get the answer. That's a really awesome state to start your videos and to end your videos in. And again, you know, are you getting them, like I said, excited or fearful or whatever it is? Like you need to know that before you get on. I talk a lot that state elicits state. Ooh. So all that means is, I know, right? So juicy. That's a good it's one. How you show up, the emotion you put out is the emotion that you're going to attract, right? So state, your state, your emotional state is going to elicit someone else's emotional state. So when you get on and you're like, oh my God, I am, I am so excited. What happens? Like all of a sudden, everything in your body, right? Mm-hmm. Everything goes up and you're like, oh my God, I'm excited too. I don't know why, but I'm excited, you know? And when people are pissed, like you get, it it brings something up. So you have to know ahead of time what emotion you want to evoke in the person that's watching. That is where people make any decision to love, to like, to buy, to share. It's through the emotional connection, not through your content. Your your content's always secondary. Know your format, know why, know that one person and dang it, know what you want them to do at the end of the video. Even if it's just posting a comment right? Because people aren't going to post even a comment if they're not emotionally drawn to do so. So you have to know the call to action for every single video before you start. And please, like, don't fire hose us. I think one of the things too, Kelly, is that we know so much. And in a 10-minute video, we're trying to share way too much. I mean, the average person knows this much about branding compared to you. So if you were to get up and be like, how to build a personal brand, that would be a video that would be five days, right? Because what you know is so big compared to the average viewer. So remember that. Like, I hate to say dumb it down, but really make it elementary so people are eating it in bite-sized pieces. That's a big, also mistake I see. It's just a fire hose. It's just too much information. Eyes roll back, right? And then they're like, I, I can't do that. I can't. I can't be that. I have, this is just too much, right? So just make it bite-sizable. <laughs> There's your takeaway for today. Like I instead of trying to do a big topic, like niche it down, niche it down, niche it down, niche it down. So you're talking about, you know, one thing and then you have content for days. If you think about it, you know, think about all the questions your clients ask you. Think about all the challenges your clients are having. Think about when they're going to try to find the right shoe, you know? Instead of saying, buying the right shoe, being like buying the right shoe for a person with wide feet, for flat arches. Like if you just niche it, niche it down, you're going to attract the right person and then they're going to buy from you. Does that make sense? It makes complete sense. So one of the things that drives me absolutely batshit, as you know, is when (laughs) consultants and coaches just start telling people like, you just need to do video. You need to go get a bunch of followers and you need to start doing video, right? Because video is really important and video is really important to creating sales. But I don't think people are actually talking about how to utilize your your video to create. It's pretty obvious how you can create impact or not, right? Like you get up, you say something, it creates movement. How do you utilize video? What's what's a great tip to utilize video for creating more profit in your business? Um, Everything. So if you put a video on the homepage of your website, your website will convert at over 72% better than it is right now right? So video is your profit, your profit hole. It sounds like such a bad, but you're bringing people in, right? So I always say your website is like your home online. So you've been impacting, you've been sharing, you're putting out content on all these social channels. You should be driving people back to your home, which is your website. Most websites, not your websites, they are gorgeous, but most websites, 
it's all about them. There's too much content. I have no idea what you do. I have to dig to try to find out. But if there's a, a video that's 90 seconds, that is the format, that's real and authentic and, and really, it, it, again, ignites curiosity, which is what we do at the It Factor, then people will spend a lot more time on your site. The average bounce rate on a site is less than eight seconds. Again, because there's just too much information and people don't know where to go. So video right there is a huge profit channel, sales pages, thank you pages, anywhere you can put a video, your sales will triple, dipple, double, quadruple. Like it is the way that people connect. So you have to look at there's, there's content videos. I call those product videos. And then there's promotional videos. There's personality videos. There's proof videos. Perfect. So, yeah. so I know I'm missing one. Proof, product. <laughs> Content. Yeah. So personality, proof, product, positioning, and promotional. Love it. I teach this every day, all day. And I'm like, what are they? We're recording this on a, on a Friday, late. <laughs> One of the other things, um, Carrie and I are, you know, as I mentioned, we are in a mastermind for really thoughtful, successful, thought-leading women. And one of the big things that we talk about a lot in our, in our group is the idea of going bold. What do you want yeah. to say about that? Because there's a way to go bold that's unthoughtful and there's a way to go bold with intention for positioning. My first thought is, do you want to make a million dollars or not? <laughs> that's Amanda Tress. She was also a guest as you guys heard in the podcast. That is a quote from her. <laughs> so funny. I actually think being bold is the only way to go. But here's what I, I see. I see people looking at people like you, people like Amanda, people like Marie Forleo, people like, and they are literally trying to copy the formula, right? Yeah. They're like, oh, that's working. And so I'm going to show up as that person. Their bold is a copycat of someone else's bold. There's a total disconnect. It's, you cannot, you cannot be memorized and be authentic, right? You cannot be on script and be in heart. So you cannot copy someone else and build an empire that will not collapse. You might build it, right? You might, you might fake it till you make it, but at some point someone's going to find out and it will dismantle. So I do think it's important to, to stand for something. I think it's important to be bold. I think it's important to be innovative and, and a disruptor but know why you're disrupting. Like, are you doing it just because you feel like you should, right? Because you feel like throwing down the F-bomb is going to get you more attention or whatever that is. Or is it because it's truly who you are and you would climb up the freaking mountain and wave the flag to the end of days because you're so passionate about it? And to be thoughtful, what is the reason why, right, I am taking this stand? And be unshakable in that stand, by the way, because anytime you take a stand, there will be people who will talk shit. There will be people who aren't with you. Amanda Tress and I just this week were talking about all the haters she has on a regular basis. And it's like, man, I have to really believe in myself because she's taking a stand, right? She's disrupting an industry that has for so many years said, do it this way. So I'm all for being bodacious. I am all for, you know, being a disruptor and being bold in your brand. Just know why. You know what, and, and know what's in it for the other person. Um, or are you just ranting? Cause that's, we see that. And I'm really Kelly, anytime I see a post or a video that starts with the word rant, I'm like, delete, delete, delete. Like who has time for that? 
you know, disruption, I think a lot of people use disruption as a strategy and that's the fake it till you make it. That's the copycats. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, someone told me I should be disruptive. I better do this. When the disruption is a byproduct of your passion in action. That is when, oh, I just got chills. I just got chills from myself. I know, I love it. I'm doing the (laughs) rah-rah back here. (laughs) It's like, that is when it's authentic. And that's when it creates that impact that you're talking about and that you help people create. Yeah, there has to be a a deeper reason for what you do and why you do it and why you're going to be on camera. Please don't do anything because someone just tells you to do it. You know, I've done that. I've had people say, Carrie, do this, Carrie, do that. And I try it and it, I try it on and I'm like, oh, that didn't feel good because it wasn't in alignment with who I was. Whenever I really tap in and I do what I know I am best at, I'm most passionate about, the results are always there. And I'm not saying don't try new things. I actually think it's really important to, to try things on. Just make sure that they are in alignment with your values, your vision. Don't try to be a disruptor just to be a disruptor. That makes no sense at all because it's not who you are right? And so if you're someone who's the peacekeeper and you're going out there trying to disrupt, it's going to not be cohesive and congruent, right? I love it. You guys, for those of you who are knowing that you need to be on camera, you know that it's a critical piece of your business strategy. And also it is a, a core way for you to be able to create impact, for you to be able to spread your message, for you to be able to reach your ideal clients and create more um, impact in the world and profit in your business, I highly recommend that you check out Carrie's work. You could go to our show notes at profitologypodcast.com and check out all of the things that she has got going there for you, including a nice little free gift on seven ways to be confident on camera. You can check out a link to her It Factor training, which I am personally going through. I cannot wait. And most exciting, which I'm super excited about is coming up. Tell us a little bit more about that. Okay. That was just a really great example, Kelly, because the minute you said you were excited, I felt excited with you, right? That was good state elicitation, (laughs) sister. That's good. So let me tell you about Brilliant because Brilliant came to be after aligning myself with amazing women like you in my life that are building these phenomenal brands. And we would have these behind the scenes conversations, glasses of wine, and we would be sharing, like, how are you building your $40 million business? How are you building your business? How are you launching this line? And I was like, oh my God, like, why am I just having these conversations? Because here's what was happening. I didn't just wake up and become like a coach and a mentor and and all of this. I was an interior designer. I owned a talent agency. I love learning from people in different industries because my knowledge is vast and, and my company has a big vision. So I do not want to learn from the same people doing the same things, the same way, the same formula. That's that's not what I seek. And yet a lot of the events we go to, it's, hey, just plug in this formula and off you go, right? And that's why we are where we are right now, Kelly, is because we're aligning ourselves with people who break formulas after they learn them, right? It's like, how do we create something different? My first brilliant event was three years ago and it was with just my super friends. One of them was my best friend, you know, from high school and she now has this $40 million plus company and Dana Decker who launched the and patented the Woodwick, um, Emma Isaacs who has a community in Australia with, you know, 40,000 members and growing. And I was like, okay, we need to bring this conversation to the masses, the masses meaning 80 people in Redondo Beach. <laughs> and so, you know, each nice. year I handpick five phenomenal women business leaders. And this year, it's no different. They are such a phenomenal group. And they're sharing how they've built and scaled their businesses from retail products to coaching to, you know, Kim Coles, who's, uh, you know, a well-known and, and award-winning actress 
to Cynthia Kersey, who founded the Unstoppable Foundation and is changing millions of lives throughout the world. Like, how do you create impact and profit and create a brilliant brand? And so it's two and a half days. It's June 2nd through the 4th in Redondo Beach. It's right on the water. I'm a big water girl. I love palm trees. And it is an experience. It is high end, but we hug and we love and we lift each other up. And it's intimate. We don't take more than 80 people. The room would literally bust out at more than 80. And so I like that, Kelly, because as you know, when we go to like events like, you know, Allie's events, there's something really special about the group staying under, you know, a certain amount of people. And you feel like you actually get really incredible long-term relationships and connections. And that's what I want to foster. But we're talking about, you know, social, we're talking about how to stand out. We're talking about disruption. We're talking about money. It takes a lot to build a brilliant brand. It's not just loving what you do and the money will come. I wish it was that easy, right? But it's also, you know, learning from the failures of the, the women who have gone before you. That is the genius of it. Yeah. And literally, you guys can't see me right now, but I literally just checked my calendar and I am free. So I'm going to talk. So <laughs> yes, I want to come hang out with you lovely ladies. Come, come, come. You guys get come. into the rooms with people like this. You want to surround yourself with people who are moving things around, shaking it up. And like Carrie said, they're creating brilliance in the world. Where can they find out about, aside from on, on our podcast, where can they find out about this? Um, just go to thebrilliantevent.com, thebrilliantevent.com. And all the details are there. There's videos. You can see photos, see who the speakers are this year. Our buddy, Amanda Trust is speaking. So you will, I didn't yeah. That's that's on there, right? No, she is. But here's what's so funny is that Amanda came to the first one. That's where she met Allie, right? And oh, look at funny. all the she's she said that brilliant event changed her life. Like the connections that she made, the friendships that she that she created. I wouldn't know you, Kelly, if I didn't go to an event. You know, we we stay behind our computer screens and we take in all this great knowledge, which is wonderful, but there is nothing that will move the dial in your life and your business than showing up to the right events. And that's why I get on planes. I have a little girl and I'm like, I am part of this mastermind group because I need connection, right? We can't just be at the top of our mountain waiting for someone to find us. You know, we've got to get out of our yoga pants, right? And go meet people. So um, Kelly, come this year. We'll get you speaking next year. It's so amazing, this two and a half days. And you guys, when you register, tag me in this so that I know that you registered and maybe we'll do like a little, uh, we'll do a little cocktail event or something, you know, before or during or something, you know, so we can all connect. Oh, we, we give you, we give you lots of cocktails throughout the event. Okay. Oh, even better. <laughs> Great. We'll just, we'll just That's drink a good one. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> all right. Carrie Murphy, thank you so much for joining us today on the Profitology Podcast. You guys check out Carrie's brilliant event. Let us know that you're going to be there with us in the room. And until next time, thanks so much, Carrie. Thank you so much, Kelly. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Profitology Podcast. If you did, please share this show with someone that you know and help spread the word to your followers on social media. This is how we reach more entrepreneurs just like you around the world. Also, I'd like to continue the conversation with you about all things Profitology. So please join me and your fellow Profitpreneurs in our free Facebook group. You can find us at ProfitpreneurCircle.com. I frequently go live in our community to share tips, trainings, and innovative profit acceleration strategies, as well as resources that can help you accelerate your results in your business.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.